What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Right now. I'm wearing headphones, rocking it back old school radio days. How about that? And somebody said it looks like I'm plugged into a Walkman. And I remember when I got my first Walkman. Because my brothers and I had to share it. And I was the youngest, so how, how often do you think I got it? And you had your case of cassettes, and then people started to crap on your music selection. And I'm like, then bring yours then! How many times did we have that conversation at parties? This is the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely is. Thank you, Rick Regan. And welcome to Canada's daytime sports talk show. We say howdy to Canadian sports fans around the world. You're watching on Game Plus Television Network. Across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Moose DuPont's with me. How you doing, Moose? I'm doing well. You ready to talk sports? Absolutely. It's funny the boys would dig up the uh, headphone discussion from yesterday because I have fixed it. I saw that. I kind of look like those goofs that walk around with the ear that the earrings. The earrings. Like, but but it's not. It's had a little uh, wild goose chase this morning. Went to Walmart. Went to London Drugs. And I found this hook thing over my ear. And Bob's your uncle. All right. I feel good. It looks good. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I think it's the golf shirt, actually. Uh, today's jersey. That? How about that? Today's jersey, proudly presented by the Stony Plain Eagles Junior A Hockey Club. Thank you, fellas. Appreciate you. Uh, big day today. Chad Jeter's going to be joining us, the newest member of the United States Air Force. Sounds very regal, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, and it is. But he is the retired Saskatchewan Rough Riders defensive lineman, and he's going to speak on behalf of all these veterans that have retired in the CFL. Like, this is the latest thing. And, man, you're going to hear stuff today that you're not going to hear anywhere, any other talk show, because we got the goods, and it's coming up. So Chad Jeter's going to be with us. And Jerry Teabag Hack, quite a story there. He's an author. He's a famed goaltender, and his nickname's Teabag. And it sounds dirty, but it's not. And he, I'm going to ask him why his nickname's T-Bag. Okay. Okay? I can't wait. So he's out of Vancouver. Um, I'm not sure if he's a bestseller, but he's close. And his life story, uh, Memoirs of a Hockey Nobody. It's a pretty good book. I read it. It's good. 
So that's what's coming up today. Can we hit the uh, quick six show topics, please, Director Jordan? Director Jordan got something going on after this. Do you notice he's dressed in all black, long black jeans, black shoes, black shit? Ah, a motorcycle test, he said. That's what I thought. He's dressed like he's going to work in the theater or something. You know what I mean? Do something, yeah. He says a motorcycle test, whatever that is. Okay. The quick six show topics here in the warm-up for E. Cole Electric are of importance to me. Maybe they're not the most important things in the world, but to me, this is what they are. So number one, what's with the retirements? That's what I have written down, and I'm talking about the Canadian Football League. I opened my emails today, and wango! Email from the Ottawa Red Blacks saying Brad Sinopoli's announced his retirement. And of all the retirements, and with apologies to Derek Dennis, which I think it is a retirement, not a pause in his career. And Chad Jeter and Tech Schramm and these guys. No, Sinopoli was the eye-opener to me. What? And if you read the statement, which is on the Red Blacks uh, website and our website at rodpeterson.com, he just says, time to move on, time to reflect. He's had family time. And you stack up all the... Taylor Loeffler last night. That dude is my kind of guy. I met him at Mark's CFL week here in Regina a couple weeks ago. Got his Wrangler jeans on and his cowboy boots. I'm like, what is your deal? He goes, well, I was raised in Regina. I'm like, what? Because he played at UBC and he'd, right. he'd been in the, the States, I, right, I think, in the NCAA for a while. He's gone. So I'm like, what is going on? So I sent a text to an agent friend this morning, and I said, what is going on? And his text back to me was, for my guys, either the passion for the game isn't there anymore, injuries have piled up, or they are making more money doing something else, or a combo of these things. So I know that we're throwing a lot at you here this morning, but absorb all of that. So, but the thing is, they're not, I've seen the viewers write in and go, oh, well, next man up. And that's fine. I'm sure I'm warm, way too defensive on the player's side. But Brad Sinopoli sells tickets. He makes me want to watch the Ottawa Red Blacks. That's the thing. The players are the lifeblood of the league. That's my take on the retirements, and that's the reason for the retirements, I guess. But we're at the tip of the iceberg. I talked to a coach this morning who said, we're not so far from the finish line. We're so far away from the starters blocks. Oh, yeah. Take it away, son. And there's a lot more that aren't going to make it to the starters blocks. And As what, a league, they're nowhere near the starters blocks. That's what he's saying. Yeah, and, you know, this is just the, the start. There's going to be more retirements, more players. You know, we haven't even had anybody get cut, really. Um, so that will start once they get on the field for camps. I mean... It's tough, and whether it's a money issue, whether it's a COVID issue, because, you know, there are going to be heavy restrictions on the players, and some of them don't want to do it. Yeah. That'll be tough. Um, whether it's, you know, you, you got to take care of your family, and do you want to go all through all these hoops for 100 grand and be away from your family for six months, and, you know, A, B, and C becomes really, really hard. But for, for me, Brad Sinopoli, 33 years old, one of the leading receivers in, in the entire league, top Canadian, Here's a premier player in your league, a marketable player, a Canadian player, and he's retiring. That's, 
that say should be a big wake-up call, and you have to do whatever you can to protect these guys and keep them around. Well, I would think, but he's staying to work for the Red Blacks as a community ambassador, and I'm looking at this going, if you're going to work for the team anyways, why don't you just play? That was the first thing that I thought of, but I'm like, no, he doesn't want to be in the gym four or five hours a day. He doesn't want to be practicing out in the hot sun every day because it is hard work. It's not just what the fans see three hours a week. There's so much more that goes into it. So anyways, that's sort of the reasons behind the retirement. Now, I got a DM yesterday from a guy who said that the player, some players are balking at the long list of COVID restrictions and the waiver that they have to sign because there's a lot of restrictions when these players show up for training camp and then what they're looking at for the next six months. I asked that agent friend of mine, I said, is there anything to this? The players are balking at the COVID restrictions. And he said, I hadn't heard that. So just there's a lot of stuff out there right now, but not a lot of it is good. Anyways, moving on. I was hoping I didn't have to talk about this, but the Montreal Canadiens beat the Vegas Golden Knights 4-1 last night and Vegas did not play well. They are not the team that roared back against Colorado. They're not the team that tied Colorado in the regular season. And I do think that they can come back and win the next two. I do. All of us Golden Knights fans on our text string were saying that. We have to say that, of course, right? But the poll question today is that, can the Vegas Golden Knights come back and beat Montreal in this series? I'm 42% on Twitter saying no. Did they flash the Facebook? Not the results. Uh, what are they saying? Yee. 69% say no. Ye of little faith. But I think that's because we're a Canadian-based show. But I might say we got more viewers in Vegas than Montreal, and I know that to be fact because we see that, right? That's right. We have that in the analytics. So come on, Vegas, where are you at? Get voting on the polls here. But they got to pick up their socks. This is not Marc-Andre Fleury. And I, for the most part, Montreal fans left me alone last night. Some didn't. But guys are like, well, if you have two goals, you don't have one. They can't score goals, you jack wagon. It's got nothing to do with the Flower or Robin Leonard. They got to score. Their defensive play was abhorrent last night. They weren't getting quality shots. These aren't the Golden Knights that that we're all used to. But they can flip a switch. They've done it before. The question is, do you think they will? They have to. I mean, that's it. When your top six is pretty much irrelevant... That's a problem. And for Vegas, the top six has been pretty irrelevant this series. That's, that can't happen. It's not a goaltending issue at all. No. I don't think they made the wrong decision to go to Marc-Andre Fleury. We both thought that was the right decision. But you have to score goals. You have to score. And you can't wait till the third period to start playing hockey. And that's what Vegas did. In the third period, they started playing and taking it to Montreal. But look at this Montreal Canadiens team is a great case study on buy-in on oh, game yeah. plan because it's not just Carey Price anymore. I mean, they only need a goal or two to win hockey games, and that's been the case in like 11 or 12 games, these playoffs, which is wild that they've only needed a couple of goals to win. But the entire team has bought into Ducharme's game plan and now Richardson's game plan, team defense, take advantage when you have opportunities, skate, and they're all on the same page, and that's how you win. Uh, us Golden Knights fans just watch in horror. That's all we can do. And you think, are this is this the 2021 version of the LA Kings that fired Terry Murray and replaced him with Daryl Sutter and won the Stanley Cup? Is this the version of the St. Louis Blues that fired Mike Yo, brought in Craig Berube, and won the Stanley Cup? <sighs> I hope not, but I'll just say this because I'm a Vegas fan. I respect Montreal. So if this is the way that it goes, then go win it all. But I still think Vegas will win the next two games. 
from John Ohm in Winnipeg. John Ohm, hook up your jack wagon, folks, and let's ride. It's one of my favorite terms, jack wagon. I don't use it enough. Colin is in Ottawa watching. He says, dude, Ottawa's best receiver, Jalen Saunders, got into a serious car crash a couple of months ago, and now the best possession receiver, Brad Sinopoli, is retired. Red Blacks ain't making the playoffs, and I'm a fan of the team. From a CFL perspective, it's just, I feel bad for those guys and gals. They're trying to make it happen. This is the warm-up brought to you by E. Cole Electric your complete electrical distributor with locations in Regina, Esteban, Swift Current, Yorkton, and Moose Jaw. E. Cole Electric, let's get to work. Right after coffee. Point three, uh, Tampa Bay and the Islanders tonight. It's game six. Tampa has the chance to end this thing tonight. I really hope it wasn't. I was on the Slapshot Sweethearts podcast last night, and they're asking if I thought it was going to end tonight. I'm like, no, I don't want it to. No, I want seven games. I want more hockey. Right. And I saw some stat. I was reading the NHL PR website this morning. Something like the Islanders are 16 and five all time in elimination games at Nassau County Coliseum. And I'm like, they have to have played more than 21 elimination games in that rank. You would you could play think. you could play conceivably 12 in, a, in one playoff season. But the point is, in that barn, they have a hot, very high winning percentage at elimination games. So I think the Islanders come back and win tonight. I'm just going to move on fast. Sorry. Uh, point four. How about those Blue Jays? They won in Miami last night 2-1. They're starting to get some, something going. George Springer was back, but he was 0-4. Talk about sticker shock. How about buyer's remorse? Has that come in yet? Are we there yet? Yeah. I am. But that's just me. I'm not Joe Blue Jay. Montoya's not. Those guys in the locker room aren't. But in the front office, they're like, hundred and how much million? <laughs> I know. You know, oh, like when, yeah. when they're doing the money ball What's stats, the return? You pay for runs. You're getting nothing on that investment. Whew. And the Jays, who typically do. This is what sucks. The Jays, who historically haven't spent money. Now, you know, Rogers goes back and says, this is why we don't spend money. We don't need to spend money. Exactly. When we spend money, it doesn't work. And Atkins and, you know, the guys there and Shapiro are like, no, 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 no. This isn't, this is a one-off. He was supposed to be the centerpiece to a run. Yeah. So uh, pick it up, George. Anyways, uh, Jay's Marlins doing it again tonight. Um, I'm just checking the comments. What's Chucky talking about? Oh, Charleston Hughes. Okay, it's. Charleston Hughes is getting in a lot of trouble for his XFL comments. I'm sure he's okay with it. Uh, Darren Workman, good morning from cloudy Salt Lake City. First day under 100 degrees in a week and a half. I'd take it. Um, From Daryl in Toronto, Rod, what are your thoughts on the NLL's Las Vegas team's star-studded ownership group? We covered that a couple days ago. Wayne Gretzky, Steve Nash, Dustin Johnson, what's not to love? Let's play. Let's go. The only sucky thing is they're not going to, they got to go through a whole season of NLL before. Let's just start in the fall. What the hell? You got the arena ready. Let's just go. Um, So many good comments in here. I'm sorry. I got it from Andrew Stute. Bonjour, Rod. They got their center back. The Habs shut them down. They can't get to the net as they're being boxed out. We'll be crazy for St. Jean Baptiste. We, the North. Oh, come on. Stop it. One thing I noticed, though, people really hate me calling the Golden Knights Canada's team. Woo! Boy, 
which is perfect. Oh, yeah. I was on a show in Winnipeg yesterday with Winnipeg Sports Talk, by the way, and they're just like, text us off every time you call the Golden Knights Canada's team. I'm like, good, because that's the whole idea. But they were uh, we're talking with Patterson, Hustler, about doing a sports trip to Vegas, Darren. It was his idea. He goes, you go down there and do your show, 11 to 1 Central every day, and then we'll take over from 1 to 3 Central, and we'll take go when the Jets are there. So we'll have a Winnipeg-Vegas thing, because we're the Vegas guys, and they're the Winnipeg guys. And uh, I put that on social media, and people are like, take my money. Oh, yeah. But they wouldn't have a problem selling that out. That would be outstanding. That would be outstanding, just to build off of what we've done on the sports trips and you know what we're hopefully going to do this year, and then uh, to be able to add that, I think that would just be money in the bank. <clears throat> that was a great song by John Anderson, Money in the Bank. <clears throat> you know that one? I do. Uh, guy writes in, Sinopoli's gone. Yeah, that's so 15 minutes ago, dude. That was point one here in the Quick Six Show Topics. Point five, how about the Cinderella Suns? How, how about, about that? that? This is a really good year for the Arizona Diamondbacks to suck and set a record for road losses in Major League Baseball because nobody's paying attention in Phoenix. And I got a buddy last night, a Phoenix guy, texting me about the Suns. He's like, did you see the end of the game? Oh, my God, they inbounded with a half a second to go, and the Suns won. And I'm like, no, the Golden Knights were playing. What, what, are, you, what are you talking about? No, I was not watching. But I did watch the highlights on SportsCenter this morning, and it looked like they can't cram another soul into Talking Stick Arena with a shoehorn. Like the Suns, I believe, and I spent a lot of time in Phoenix, are the number one team in the Valley of the Sun. And they've been garbage forever. Said he doesn't really have a great sports history. (laughs) But the Suns have been there since 1968. Right. They're the oldest team in the Valley, and they love the Suns, and they're finally doing something. Enjoy it. It's got to start somewhere, right? right? So it's a good time, Coyotes. You can continue to suck for a little while. Oh, and then point six, soccer, question mark. Well, I don't – are you following a team in Euro 2020? Did I ask you? Well, England and France kind of – Because of DuPont? Two. Yeah. <laughs> DuPont's a French name, and my dad's got uh, some English in him too, so uh, um, probably England. They're both okay. They'll move on to the next round. Uh, that's the interesting thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm following Denmark because that's uh, my native land. Mm-hmm. I said once to my dad, Dad, do you ever want to go to Denmark? See the Petersons? He's like, no. <laughs> okay, out with that idea. But it's like here with Montreal, there's all these French people around here, and they're all Habs fans. It's like if you're born with a French name, you automatically have to cheer for Montreal, unless you're you. Yeah. But if you notice, yeah. French people are all Montreal fans. That's right. Go figure. Shelby Gray says, uh, should team up with Spit and Chicklets for a show, Rod, the two best sports talk shows. Uh, I would do that. How about that? Let's talk to Biz Nasty about it. He invited us down. If we go to Phoenix, then that's very much on the table. That's our Arizona ace in the hole. Okay. We're going to take a break. We got Chad Jeter ready? All right. I'm looking forward to chatting with this guy. All these CFL players are retiring. This guy's chief among them. Maybe he can speak for them all. Chad Jeter. When we come back, this has been the warm-up for Ecole Electric. You were watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio. For Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Just ahead of Chad Jeter, I want to say, hey, if you're watching on Game Plus TV in the Stony Plain, Alberta area, can you tell the Eagles that I got their shirt on today? Today's jersey presented by the Junior A Hockey Club, the Stony Plain Eagles from the AJ. Thank you. Uh, closed captioner guy writing us okay. from Game Plus on the Prairie Mobile text line and says, I appreciate Darren's take on Montreal. Feels like all playoffs, it's always been that their opponents are underperforming. And while it's true to an extent from game to game, it's time to admit maybe the Habs are just a good hockey team. I'm, I'm with you on that. They just happen to be beating my team, so I'm not totally okay with it. But, And I think God's involved. Of course. I do. Of course. So I don't... We'll examine later why God's not a fan of the Golden Knights. Uh, That's disturbing. (laughs) But let's go to uh, Virginia now. Chad Jeters uh, was in the news Monday announcing his retirement from the Canadian Football League. And I've gotten to know this guy with my time with the team. He's been on the show a few times. And he's the newest member of the United States Air Force. So, Chad, I want to salute you. And I'll say thank you for your service already in a lot of ways to Canada's team, football, and now this. But what led up to Monday's announcement? Um, I guess it's like a chain of events. You know, been sitting out for 16 months. And, you know, sitting out 16 months, you, you have a lot of time to think and a lot of time to, you know, look at the long picture. I mean, the bigger picture, you know, looking the long run instead of just looking what's right in front of you. And, you know, me joining the Air Force would be, more beneficial to me, my future family, you know, future kids, if, um, like, compared to playing a couple more years in, in the CFL. And, like, I'm only 26. I don't, you know, I'm still in my prime years. I still have a lot of football to play. But, like I say, you know, doing this and, you know, getting out of the game healthy, because you never know, you know, you never know when your last play could be. So, you know, I could have played this year and, you know, broken a leg, and then I have to have to start over anyway. So I felt like, you know, me walking away from the game healthy and, you know, getting into something that I really would enjoy doing and um, being just like a big benefit to me. It, it was good. It was, I feel like it was good timing. Well, I'm proud of you for being so forward thinking. Cause as you said, you're still a young single guy. You don't have that family yet. I can tell with the angst in your voice that this wasn't easy. And I'm going to say something that will hurt but you know it like you're a jones guy i'm a jones guy you came up here because of chris jones and jones always said i want guys in their late 20s that's their prime young guys make mistakes old guys get hurt so chad you were just getting into your prime as a pro football player so that's got to that's got to sting a little bit yeah it does it does it was definitely a tough decision man it was definitely a tough decision and yeah it, it was tough it was tough but like i said i think you know, the future me will thank me that, you know, I made this decision and, you know, set myself up for, you know, success in, in the long run. Uh, I will talk about some football memories in a moment, but I got some buddies in the Air Force and uh, it's something. They, they love it. Uh, what is it that attracted you to joining the United States Air Force? Um, So, like, man, growing up, my dream job was always, you know, like to work with the FBI, you know, like the Secret Service or something like that. So I feel like, you know, me getting in the Air Force and choosing the Air Force because I've always heard it's the best branch of the military to go in if you care about, you know, 
your your um your family life and you just like the quality of life i heard that air force is the one to go into so that's why you know like the application process is so long and they pick and choose who they want so you know when i was talking to the recruiter and all you know i just told him how told him like what i wanted to do and all of that kind of stuff and all right and um i just felt like i just felt like it was time and I don't know, man. It's it's tough, but I, I feel like the Air Force would would help me and set me up for my my dream job. Yeah, well, I think you're going to be fantastic at it. You have the uh, mentality for it. There's no doubt. But talk about your time with the green and white. And uh, there's great photos of you coming out of the tunnel, and you're such a energetic guy. You know, what were some of your best memories about playing in the Canadian Football League? Man, my like I said, a memory that stick with me forever is me running out of that tunnel in the second preseason game in 2018 against Calgary. I'll always remember that because, you know, just running out and hearing how how loud the fans are. And it was just, like I said, it was just a preseason game. Hearing how loud the fans are, supportive, you know, if you're up by 20, you're down by 20, it doesn't matter. The, the, um, the fans in Mosaic are going to cheer. The loudest, they're going to support you. And, you know, you you have some fans that, you know, bash you if you lose. But the majority, they're going to love you. Uh-oh. Oh, and we just lost the connection with chat. We'll get it back. We'll get it back. That's, again, one thing that Chris Jones said. He's like, win or lose, they fill the stadium. <laughs> right? They don't turn their back on the team here. In uh, the rectangle. Young players make mistakes. Old players get hurt. That was from Jones. Wow. The guy's a prophet. (laughs) I know. No matter how much you hate to say it or not, if you like him or don't like him, it's true. It's true. Well, that's the thing. I mean, what do they say? Most geniuses uh, aren't recognized as that until years after. Yeah. In In the meantime, they got burnt at a stake. Oh, wait, maybe we shouldn't have done that. (laughs) Shouldn't have lit him on fire. Oops. Oops. What's up with Jeter? We got him back yet? Okay. John in Winnipeg says that Chad should be in the movies. Smart, good looking, and has game. Colin in Ottawa says if Chad gets posted to the Minot Air Force Base, he can guard America's nuclear weapons arsenal and drive to Mosaic Stadium for Rough Riders games during his leave. Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, one thing that we're seeing, well, I've seen it for years, maybe you're starting to see it now, is a lot of guys, when they walk away from the game, they walk away from the game. <sighs> Happens a lot. Well, and it's, okay. especially when you walk away, you're not interested in going back and watching. No, exactly. You want <laughs> like to go going, play. It's like you, when you graduate high school, you don't go back to the parties. No, you don't. And those that do are losers. Anyways, I'm not saying the people that go back to football games are. I'm saying those that go back to high school parties <laughs> are. Okay, Chad Jeter, let's bring him back in. So, Chad, you were just talking about this, the, the, the preseason game and how loud it was and how awesome the atmosphere was. So there's some questions here for you uh, from Ryan in Saratoga, New York. Two questions for Chad. Are you enlisting as a service member or are you entering the academy in Fort Collins, Colorado? Secondly, what will be your path in terms of your specialty? Yeah, so right now my plan was to go in as an officer but, you know, I talked to a recruiter and I talked to a couple of people that is in the Air Force and, you know, retired. And they were telling me that the next board meeting for officers isn't until next spring. 
so I didn't want to wait that late to go in. So I'm going to go in now as enlisted and then commission over later to become an officer because, you know, I have, I have two degrees. So I qualify for being an officer, but I don't know my, um, I don't know my job yet. I haven't taken the ASVAB. So I take that next week and then I'll see what job, uh, the jobs I qualify for, but I do have the full list and it's hundreds over a hundred jobs. So I have, I have a lot to choose from. Good for you. From Jack in Alberta, he's a Stampeders guy. He says, huge respect to you, Chad, for having the wisdom and courage to make the right decision for life. So very many young athletes don't make those decisions. They let the game decide it for them. All the absolute best, Chad. Are you getting a lot of messages like that, Chad? A lot, I would assume a lot of support on this decision for you. Yeah, I've I've received 100% support. I haven't received any like hate messages or anybody telling me I made a mistake because I mean it's like I said, it'd be different if we were talking millions and millions of dollars like the NFL. Like if I was walking away at 26 from the NFL and I was making let's just say 3 million a year, then, you know, it you can kind of weigh your options, but you know, I'm not I'm not making anything close to 3 million a year, so me doing this and setting myself up for retirement in 20 years is more beneficial. Like I said, than me playing, you know, four, four more years in the CFL. So I, yeah, I've had been receiving a lot of support. I think the fans don't understand too. Can you explain what the last 16 months have been like for you with odd jobs you've picked up the clothing line you started, which I ordered some gear. Like it has not been easy, man. It's, it's been a struggle. And I don't think fans understand that. No. Nah, yeah, man. I, I don't think fans, even without the past 16 months, I don't think fans understand the sacrifices and the hard work that a CFL player has to put in, even without being in a pandemic, man. You're making, yes, you're making good money in six months, but I don't think fans realize that, you know, let's just say the average player in the CFL, let's just, let's just say he's making 90 grand Canadian. If he has a wife in let's just say one kid back at home, he's paying mortgage and rent back at home. He's taking care of his kids and his wife back at home on top of living in Canada, you know, paying bills up there. If he doesn't have housing in his contract or, you know, just different things. If he's renting a car up there to get around, cause no one wants to be stuck in the house for six months. So he maybe he's renting a car, you know, he's paying for his groceries at home. You're living two different lifestyles. And then in the off season, you will still have to pick up another job on top of training as a, as a professional. And I, and you, it's something that you said, uh, I think last week is there's no average Joe just going to the work, going to the gym and working out for 30 minutes. No, you have to train on a professional level. You have to put the time in, you got to take care of your body and it can be taxing. Honestly, it can be taxing on people. Uh, from the cannons and Tomahawks podcast, they're watching in Columbus on Ohio. It takes a special person to join the military as it is, let alone leaving professional sports. You will be an amazing officer and airman. We wish you nothing but success and safety. So you're going to get a lot of messages like that, Chad. And I just want to say I appreciate you. Once a rider, always a rider. And, well, I do hope to get you back here to some games. Love to see you again. But anything um, that you'd like to say? Parting words here? Uh, yeah, I'd just like to you know, thank, thank everyone that, you know, help me in that journey, you know, starting at my tryout in Charlotte. You know, I had Chris Jones there. I had Brandon Isaac there and then getting down to uh, Florida ING Academy. Um, I became really good, really good friends with uh, Mike Davis. He took care of me down there and 
he's been looking out for me, honestly, ever since I've been in the league and, you know, all the different coaches that I've had, even, you know, thank the coaches and uh, staff I spent, in, you know, time in Montreal, thank all of them. And even coming back to the writers, man, I, I think uh, J.O. and, like I said, Coach Dickey and Mike Davis and, you know, appreciate everyone welcome me back in with open arms and, you know, didn't treat me any differently. And I feel like that's an you know, important message to young guys and never, you know, burn a bridge because you never know where your paths might cross again. Cause I could have been pissed off at, you know, J.O. and coach Dickey for cutting me, you know, after I had a pretty good season my first year and came in and had a solid camp. And like I said, I could have been pissed off with him and, you know, never talked to him and just said after riders, all that kind of stuff. But I feel like, you know, being a professional, that comes with it. And that's all, man. Just thank, thank everyone who, who played a special, special part of me playing professional football. Absolutely. Two shout outs for Mike Davis in there and BI. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Those are some good dudes right there. Chad, thanks for this. Keep in touch. All the best. Stay safe. Thank you. Chad Jeter joining us from uh, Virginia. Number 91. On the Rough Riders D-line going to the United States Air Force. That was just a fun interview. He was really good in the CFL Sim season, too. He was outsta- little thick. So was Brad. It was <laughs> little thick. Brad Sinopoli was good, too. Caught a touchdown in the uh, Sim Grey Cup. That's right. Chad Jeter's Sim player was thicker than a snicker. How about that? <laughs> we'll be right back with a sports update viewer takeover. You are watching the RP show on Game Plus TV network across all 10 provinces in 31 states, including Virginia. Live on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Rob. And uh, Moose is here, too. Thank you to everybody for the nice comments on the uh, interview with Chad Jeter. That was really good. Eric England out in Vancouver. Just tweeting, what a great interview of Chad Jeter just now on the Rod Peterson Show. Real humble guy. Thankful for his opportunities to play CFL football. You have a fan forever in me, Chad. Good luck in the Air Force. Dude's a BC Lions fan. And that's why I'm getting caught up so much in the players' side of things. But I just want to show you the players or what we buy tickets to see. I'm sorry. I buy tickets to see Brad Sinopoli. I love Taylor Loeffler. And these guys are just dropping like flies. And I just, I had to get this straightened out this morning with an agent. I said, what is going on with these vets? But when you sit back and look at a big picture, you just go, well, they're being forced into a decision now. Mm-hmm. But the training camp's nigh. Are they going to... Scrap everything they've been doing for the last 16 months and come back and play. And that agent said, if you missed it, he said the passion for the football for some of these guys has gone. Injuries have piled up for some of them. They're maybe not physically able to play right now. And three, they've got other jobs that probably paying them better than what the CFL does. So that's for the older guys. That's why the vets, some of them are retiring. This one particular agent said he has nine guys are retired here. And he goes, more are coming. But it does open the door for the younger Cheaper. You know, who was Chad Jeter before he showed up for his first training camp? Who was Mike Riley? You know, and it's, you, you talk about younger, cheaper. Why did I work at a radio station for $900 a month? 
because I wanted it so bad. I wanted to make it in the business. That's what the young football players will do. And these older guys are like, I've been there, done that. It's time. And the, uh, the guys that, you know, in, well, in our business, if you don't want to put in the work and put in extra and not get anything out of it financially, you're not going to get to that next level. But these guys already did that when they were younger, came in and worked for nothing. Exactly. And now they, you know, want to get their due. And I kind of don't blame them for that. But it's tough. There's going to be a lot of hurt, a lot of hurt around the league. And you, here's the other thing, too, with... So we'll talk about single-game betting and fantasy sports and yep. daily fantasy and all that coming to Canada. This is really tough because if the CFL is going to capitalize on it, the only, it's not just going to happen. We're not just going to spend our money on the league. You have to make it easy, which means how am I going to tell you who's going to win the game if I don't know anybody on the team? Of how am I going to tell you who's going to lead the league in receiving or who's going to win these prop bets if I don't know any of these names? And you best believe... I'm not going to go out of my way, and I'm speaking for the average person, go out of my way to research this new guy who came in from North Carolina and blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to go do all that extra work because in the NFL, it's right there for me. I click on the guy, boom, bios up. And the, the comms departments used to do that. They used to send you all the bios, right? I remember not anymore. Releases. Bios on every player they, that got signed. This many yards, over seasons, these records, blah, 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 blah. These are the players that used to play in the team. And now they just tell you, here's the three guys that got signed. And here's where they're from, and that's it. I was on that podcast in Calgary uh, last week, and I said it. The PR people, the media people have gotten lazy in, the, in sports. Sorry, that's what it is. I said it. It's true. And that's just one example of that. Anyways, to a sports update, the Montreal Canadiens are one win away from a spot in the Stanley Cup final. Carey Price made uh, 26 saves as the Canadiens handled the host Vegas Golden Knights 4-1 to take a 3-2 series lead. Game six goes Thursday in Montreal. And that's the poll question today, I guess, while I'm talking about it, for Capital Auto Mall Universal Collision Center. Can the Golden Knights come back and beat Montreal in this series? On Twitter, uh, 65% of you saying no. 65% say no, the Golden Knights can't come back and win this thing. And 56% on Facebook are wrong. It's coming back the right way, though. It was 69. It's swinging. It's swinging. Well, I think I've convinced them otherwise. DeAndre Ayton jammed an alley-oop pass from Jay Crowder with 0.7 seconds to go, giving the Phoenix Suns a thrilling 104-103 win over the L.A. Clippers and a 2-0 lead in the NBA's Western Conference Finals. Are they the Cinderella team of the NBA this year? They sure seem to be. Because, I mean, the Milwaukee Bucks, you expected that. That's right. Well, you had a pretty good idea they'd have a chance to beat the Brooklyn Nets, which they did. Maybe the Atlanta Hawks are Cinderella. There's some good Cinderella stories in this spring on the hardwood and ice. Hey, the Detroit Pistons, did you know they still have a team? Yeah, I found out last night. <laughs> <I know. laughs> How about that? They still have a team. The Detroit Pistons did a lot of losing this season, finishing with the second worst record in the NBA and the franchise's worst record in nearly 30 years. But it paid off. The Pistons won the NBA draft lottery, grabbing the number one pick in the July 29th draft and presumably the chance to select Oklahoma State guard Cade Cunningham with that selection. The Raptors moved up from seventh and will pick fourth overall. Was I seeing things? Was Fred Van Vliet representing the Raptors in the draft lottery last night? I just saw the highlights of it. And I actually had a dream last night I'm not joking. 
that Fred Van Vliet was playing for the Blue Jays. What? How about that? I'm like, what did what's he do? going on here? He was at the plate. Fred Van Vliet. I'm like, I thought he was a baller. Clark says he'd probably be really good. But speaking of the Blue Jays, Toronto's Ross Stripling allowed one run in six innings. Tim Mesa pitched a perfect eighth. And Jordan Romano faced only three batters in the ninth for his fourth save to complete a three-hitter as the Blue Jays beat the host Miami Marlins 2-1 last night. The Jays improved to 12-2 in interleague play, including 3-0 against Miami. I was talking to, talking to somebody. We're going to go to a break already? I was talking to somebody last night. I said I went to the Miami Marlins ballpark and I because I like to tour around on those trips, and I went down to see the aquarium behind home plate. I said, can you let me? I want to see that thing. On TV, it looks like the size of a swimming pool. Yeah. It's like six feet long. That's it. Eh? It's like a little aquarium. <laughs> it's like those TV newscasts, right? Crowded full of people, and it's only one little group of people, but the tight shot makes it look like it's packed. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says uh, somebody needs to analyze that dream. You don't want inside here. Scary place. This sports update for the Tap Brew House and Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Viewer takeover next. And Jason Wall in Winnipeg will answer your question too. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. It's what we call viewer takeover. I want to tell you that next hour, we've got Jerry Hack joining us. Senior hockey goalie to the stars. Author Jerry Teabag Hack is going to join us from the West Coast. I know it sounds dirty, but it's not. He'll get into uh, the origin of his nickname. Chad Jeter joining us earlier this hour. The big news in the CFL, Brad Sinopoli retiring today from the Canadian Football League after nine seasons. And um, I know that I'm way too sensitive about this, but one of the viewers wrote in, Darren, I don't know if you saw it earlier, he's like, well, he had nine years in the CFL. It's time. Ah, well, they're 80. Just let them die of COVID. Who cares? It's time. <laughs> They've had their time. Why save them? It's not. No. Am I too defensive? No. Like, I just hate the callousness and insensitivity of people. I agree. I agree. From Randolph in Ontario, I don't blame the guys for retiring. It's been 16 months of hemming and hawing on the part of management. It would start to get to you. 16 months. Damon Allen's watching. What's up, DA? He says, great nicknames. Who are we talking about? Who are we talking about? Damon, who are we talking about? Oh, by the way, his brother Marcus is a big deal in Vegas now, by the way. The last Golden Knights game I was at, Marcus, they were fawning over him. The Raiders, great. James in uh, Borden, Manitoba says, Vegas is a big game team, so I'm expecting their best for game six. 
Carey Price is scary, but so are the Golden Knights. They did it against Colorado. That's why I think this series ain't over. I'm spending so much time thinking about this series. Like, it's taking up too much of my time. And I'm like, this morning I'm getting ready. And I'm like, the best team is supposed to always win in a best of seven, right? Always. Vegas is the better team. This isn't... (laughs) Gotcha, Damon. Teabag. (laughs) I got you. Well, let's thank God in his book he explained it. Why his nickname's Teabag. I would never have guessed. It's not what I thought. No. No. And your mind goes, oh. Well, and it's a hockey player. Like, of course. And how old is he? Uh, Teabag? Yeah. Like in his 60s, I think. So... You just never know. You think of the era he grew up in and hazing what it was. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Here's the thing. Moving on. A lot of people sitting there going, what the hell are they talking about? And those that know what we're talking about are just hit the floor. I know. Uh, Todd uh, Pinkney, one of our P1s watching, says, boys, what are your thoughts on if refs should be doing post-game interviews? Maybe to talk about bad calls or why you did or didn't make a call. A good thought. We've been talking about it for years. Never going to happen. No, it's not. Do we really want to hear from the referees either, by the way? Really? Like, I don't. Here's the thing. It's only for you and me. Because the players and coaches, they -hmm. hear from the referees. The referees tell them why they did or did not make the call. You they communicate yeah. all the time. So when we're upset, you know, you look at the the high stick on, on Cockney Emmy last night, right? It was Petrangelo, yeah. Petrangelo that high sticked him. Petro. They called it four minutes, and he was like, "It was the it was the shot," but he came over and said, "Look, I called it four minutes. Means I can review it. So we're going to go review it." And Petro was fine. He's like, "Okay, the communication that's happening all the time." I the uh, well, yeah. I mean, I don't, I always get sucked into this. It's like, I don't want to talk about officiating, but then it comes up all the time. And I'm like, I don't have a problem with the four guys on the field or how many are in a CFL uh, refereeing crew, seven, nine, There's a lot. whatever it is. Yeah. And then you got the eye in the sky. So I don't, the guys that are on the field are going to blow the call. I get it. They're human. That's, I'm totally fine with that. But we have video replay here. How do you continue to screw this up? That's what I don't get. And then people demand answers from the NHL head office about officiating because it's Montreal, you know, so we can't screw them. And the NHL really didn't make a statement at all. Why do they need to make a statement? They know. They know. Uh, 45 seconds, he says. Somebody, Jason in Winnipeg, Jason Wall, yes. said, where, where, where's your uh, Walkman headphones? I went and bought these babies at London Drugs today, and I think, except it's cheap, it was like $22. Which I think those were the first ones I had on my Walkman or Discman. These? Because they're easier for running, right? Right. When you well, strap that them, thing to your arm, right? They call them sport headphones. Yeah. But the thing is, it's crapping out now. You get what you pay for, but... I, I wasn't down with the headphones. No. This wasn't my thing for this. No. Coming up next hour, Jerry Teabag Hack. And we'll get into all the latest CFL news. Stick around. We'll be right back after this break on Game Plus Television. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.